Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Our guest this week is Shovelin' Stone. Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. We continue to celebrate the 20th season of Red Barn Radio, and tonight we welcome you to show number 782. With roots embedded in the Colorado Rocky Mountains and a sound unhinged in the capital of Texas, Shoveling Stone is a music almost as unique as the friendship it stems from. Shared passion for old-timey bluegrass is what brought Mackenzie Willicks and Zach Thrall together. What they also share is a joy for the moment and a can-do attitude of dealing with complications that life and work brings. This is a terrific formula for longevity in the music field. Shoveling Stone is really on a roll. Welcome to the Red Barn stage, Shoveling Stone.
WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Our guest this evening on Red Barn Radio is Shovelin Stone. They come to us from the Denver and Fort Collins, Colorado territory. Shovelin Stone's first album was recorded by Grammy-winning producer P.J. Olson of the Alan Parsons Live Project. Uh, Relics Magazine loved their knack for storytelling and their pop sensibilities. With the addition of multi-talented bassist, cellist, and mandolin player Russick Smith and rock drummer Brett Throgmorton, 
Shoveling Stone is really doing some cool stuff. They just got back, uh, as I understand, from a long tour in Europe, which we're excited to hear about. We are so glad to have these guys touring through Kentucky to be on Red Barn Radio. Welcome, Shoveling Stone. Thinking how she used to pick blackberries there on the side of the road. Then she'd go down the river and kiss that boy from town. They ran back to the car when the rain started coming down. Turned on the radio and a song started playing slow. And Out of traffic light Fast cars, city life Well, it didn't work out right So she thought that she'd pack her bag Just like all those other times Don't you know what you're running from Girls up there in your mind And she thought Oh, Mary, let the water wash over you Let it wash, let it cleanse All the things you do You don't know which day you won't Some people have no problems passing out advice, but when it comes to listening, their ears close like a vice. You can get torn apart by doing all that thinking. Outside your door Open and you might sneak in So, oh, Mary, let the water wash over you Let it wash, let it cleanse All the things you do Don't know which day You won't make it through, Lord Oh, Mary, let the water wash over you Our guests on Red Barn Radio this evening are Shovel and Stone. I hope you've been enjoying the music as much as we have been. Fronting the band here, doing most of the singing, is Mackenzie Willocks. As I understand it, Mackenzie, you and Zach kind of started this thing out. Yeah, so me and Zach have a mutual friend. My, my buddy growing up, um, who was our star running back on our football team, went to play football with him in college. I was the cool kid. I got to hang out with all the older upperclassmen. Uh-huh. So when he graduated, I had no friends. And um, so I would go to Greeley, where they were, Greeley, Colorado, where they were playing at UNC. And Zach was living with, um, his name is Josh Morton. Shout out, Josh. Zach had a guitar, and I had a guitar. And, and we would just mess around and, and play, just enjoy playing and jamming a little bit. We shared 
you know, a love for the same types of music, which at the time um, in Colorado wasn't that popular. So finding someone at our kind of age that listened to old time bluegrass was rare. So we kind of bonded over that. And then Zach took off, um, graduated college and took off and traveled the world. You can kind of speak to that a little bit. Where are the seeds of your interest in old time and bluegrass, you know, music of the South? My family is all from, from Southern Missouri, um, and they say Missouri. Huh. And they just, <laughs> I just grew up in picking circles with my, my great aunts and uncles, and my great grandpa was a really good guitar player and fiddle player. His brother actually worked with Bill Monroe back in the day. So I've kind of grown up around it. And Zach's dad is, is just a music head. And, and, you know, just listens to music and, you know, kind of exposed him when he was young to old bluegrass music. So um, that's kind of where the seeds come from. Darling, can you hear my voice through my words? Well, I've been riding on night long and I don't know what's worse. So that's been locked up for your heart that burns. Sorry about Writing this shaking on my nerves Well I went and got myself locked up And this time it's no good Oh how I'd stay home with you now if I could But the rye whiskey owns me And I'll never pay my debt Last night I pulled my gun That's an innocent man dead that point where you sort of realize that this is the kind of music that you really want to listen to and maybe want to work on yourself. Some of my earliest memories are at a, a little festival called the Telluride Bluegrass Festival. So it's, A little one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I started going there when I was one years old. I was around it my whole life. It's just been ingrained in, in who I am and, and how I grew up, so it, it wasn't even a hard choice. Zach, what are your earliest memories of Telluride, and what did you see that you found really kind of exciting? 
I've seen pictures of me running around the campsites naked. I, I can't say I really remember that, but like, I, don't mean what, I didn't mean what did other people find exciting. What did you find exciting? <laughs> yeah, you know, just the energy. I think you know, Telluride Bluegrass Festival back in the day used to be, you know, all all the old time pickers and and things like that, and uh, and the energy really captured me, you know, from a really early age. Do you still go to Telluride? We haven't been in years. So long story short, Mackenzie and I started playing together. And I had an extra ticket to, to Telluride Bluegrass Festival. And this was in college, so I must have been 21, maybe. Mackenzie definitely w- couldn't drink yet. but You were playing banjo? <laughs> uh, not yet. Playing guitar. But uh-huh. um, I had an extra ticket. Mackenzie, I think, he went and uh, quit his job. I did. I quit my job. <laughs> in order to go? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Walked out that day. Good he was commitment. Like, you go to Telluride? And I was like, hold on a second. I quit. Nice. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's where we solidified the friendship. Doing what you do down there was a lot of fun. We had some bonding experiences that you can't really, you know, duplicate anywhere else. That's kind of, you know, where, where we started forming that bond, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I like to escape. Roll up a fat one, let my mind. Drift away to a gentle place where the sun is shines. Smoke my weed and drink my wine. Rock and die. Always feel this way. Well, I remember when I first saw
Like how we all want to get so high But nobody has wings Oh honey, yeah, darling, yeah Oh won't you spread your wings Zach, you play football in college. I mean, that's it's kind of a big deal. I would take a shot of bourbon from you, but I would not take a shot in my chest with your helmet. What position did you play? Um, I played center, so I'm, I'm quite petite these days, if you will. <laughs> you mean compared to the, the modern-day center? No, compared to how I was. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. back in college, I was 320 pounds, you know, naked, so uh, um, I'm a petite 260, I think. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah. You tell us about that period of time when you guys were apart. Did you remain in Austin or in Denver? No, in, or in Fort, Collins. Fort Collins, where I was where I was born and raised. I stayed around there, and I just really focused on starting to write songs. Austin came later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where we got together again. He called me living down there in Austin, and was like, "Hey, man, come check Austin out. You know, it's the live music city capital of the world. If you're trying to be a, a solo singer songwriter." You know, you should come down here and come down to the most competitive music market. Absolutely, in and the it universe. was, man, it was. I, I found out real quick everybody down there is really good. Yeah. So I came down there and I, I slept on his couch for. Uh, we lived in a studio apartment that was very small. We slept feet from each other. I wrote the song Austin, which we'll play later. Um, I'm a seventh generation native to my my hometown, so I was the first person to leave my family farm in seven generations. And so when I left, I was homesick, um, and no one had ever done that. So I sat down one day feeling really homesick, and I wrote the song Austin, and I, I brought it back home uh, to where we were living, and he added banjo to it. It was kind of just a fun song that we played together, and then one day we decided to put it up on Facebook, and we took just a phone video that I think we set up in a tree. It got 10,000 views in one day. Oh, hey. And so we were like, <laughs> maybe we should be a band, and so Shovel and Stone was born. Oh, all right. Well, I only need you in the morning. I don't like waking up alone Is this love we're really holding Or did you just need a home
Zach, did you get homesick while you were gone? You traveled all over, right? Yeah, Where, absolutely not. What'd um, you do? You know, <laughs> I, I was actually born and raised in, in Vail, Colorado. If you don't know of it, it's a big ski resort, small town. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's one of those places that you kind of appreciate more after you leave, small town kind of thing like that. Appreciate it more after you leave. So, um, you know, I was traveling around. I was making friends. I was drinking beer. I was just, it was just. Where? A, uh, you name it. I lived in Canada. I lived in British Columbia for, for a few years and then um, lived in Australia and kind of backpacked around South America, backpacked the world in between and then kind of landed back in America and found my way down to Austin. With playing college football, you're kind of grounded in one place for a, uh. for a while. You can't leave, you know, fo college football is a year-long sport. You're training in the summer, you're training in the fall, you're training in the winter. So I knew from an early age I wanted to, to go, you know. And so as soon as football ended, I moved up to Canada and kind of started there. And my eyes really got opened there because I ran into a bunch of Australians. There's a big, uh, big backpacking culture in Australia, and they kind of taught me that it's doable. They're backpacking the world, and, and Canada was a stop for them. So really opened my eyes to that kind of way of life, which... I think, in general, most Americans don't really know about that or don't know it's doable. So it really opened my eyes from seeing all these Aussies and these Germans, and they're, they're just backpacking the world. And I was like, what are you guys doing? So that was kind of the inspiration for that. Yeah. Well, I can't make her happy no matter how hard I try. Well, I quit drinking whiskey to be a better man in her eyes. And I quit doing cocaine, staying out too late. But the more they carry a million bricks to the bottom of the sea if i thought that that would make her proud of me this love that's been weighing down on my heart well it tastes like spring apples it's bitter and tart Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. We'll be right back. Welcome back. 
This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. a couple of folks up here on the stage we haven't spoken to yet. Russick Smith and Brett Throgmorton, who's playing drums, are a huge part of Shovel and Stone Gen 2. Yeah, yeah, version 2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, I think the, the strongest thing about this band is that it's the camaraderie. I play with a lot of people and, and do session work and things like that, but you know, being on the road with these guys, we don't get tired of each other, which is kind of weird. We're good friends. I think kind of came out of the blue. Uh, you never really know where where good friendships come from and where where the right people that you want to play with where when that's going to happen but when it does happen you know you you recognize it your training i'm I'm thinking particularly on cello because why why do i have a hunch that that's kind of where it started (laughs) classical training yeah yeah i mean most people don't just kind of pick it up later on Uh i started cello when i was nine years old they had an instrument petting zoo at the at the school that at my elementary school. You know, like you've got the cafeteria, you've got all of <laughs> the tables set out, and they just bring all the instruments and they put them on the table and they say, "Hey, kids, go and try them." A lot of kids gravitated towards like the loudest instruments. Though I, I remember trumpet was like a real big. Oh, I'm sure. One. And uh, <laughs> the reason I went to the cello was because it was it was big. And there were no other kids around it. I just drew the bow across the strings, and uh, my, my young nine-year-old mind was kind of blown by just that, that sound, and <laughs> little would I, would I know that it would change the trajectory of my life. We're all sinners, and we're covered in mud. I don't hate you for what you've done As far as I know we're just blood 
drugs have flown through both our veins. Both have trouble pulling back the rain, and it's driving me insane. hard to stand I'm older now and I finally understand that that path you chose was all your own I bet that hurts you somewhere deep down in your soul Growing up in a traditional music education framework, it's a, a lot about a cerebral exercise. You know, there's, there's right and there's wrong. There's music on a page and that's it. So when I was educated on cello, there wasn't a lot of room to, to write, to think melodically. It was a, an exercise of the head. But when I started learning bass, it taught me a lot about improvising and creating music. And so for me, it's influenced my bass playing and learning jazz and improvisation came back around full circle and taught me a lot about speaking through the cello with my own words hmm. instead of words that somebody else had written for me to say. Do you find that that is liberating for you in some ways, not to be working with others who maybe are so cerebral and sort of technical about music? A lot of the stuff I do on my own kind of fills the, the niche of, of technicality yeah. and cerebral stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the biggest thing about Shell and Stone is, is really, it's about heart, which is really what music is about mm. at its core. Um, no matter if it's written or, or if it's played, it's, it's about the soul of it. And, and I think that the thing in here is that nobody's playing in this band is playing for an ego. It's a playing for the soul of the thing. It's not, you know, and that, that's important. That's important to have, to have the soul of it. Yeah. I smoke and drink and I caught that bug 
I hang out in alleyways with misfits and thugs. When I saw God, I slowly looked down. And I tried to hide amongst the crowd. But the crowd I was in were strange looking people. I dreamt I'd been stabbed by the church's steeple. I should take. See, I've learned you learn by making mistakes. Cause if you lived your life perfect, your soul will escape. So if you live your life perfect, your soul will escape. A gray sky. It's just what I see. Don't ask me why. See, we all see things different because we have our own eyes. So, may truth bring you mercy. Don't hide behind lies. Say, truth brings you mercy. Don't hide behind lies.
Hey, Brett, tell us about your training and then how, how it is that this particular ensemble is sort of working for you as a sort of rock drummer. I've got kind of a funny good influences and also found, I like what Rustic said about just kind of the language of finding a way to speak through your instrument. I mean, definitely drums are just how I hear music. That's kind of what I listen to. Everybody listens to something else, but I'm not a huge lyrics guy, and I've just found that I'm pretty pure percussionist. I think it kind of fits my personality, too, a little bit. It's a good role to have in a band and kind of fits the friendship that we all have, and it's a pretty steady role. But I grew up around music. My mother's actually a classical musician, and then she taught piano lessons out of our house. So I like to say I was just naturally ear-trained, listening to people tickle around melodies on the piano. And me and my sister played piano at one point. But it's kind of funny. Like, I could have possibly been a theory-trained pianist, but I turned out to be a rock and roll drummer of sorts. So uh-huh. I kinda, it's kind of beautiful how you are meant to figure out where you're meant to be in, in the music world. And I kind of have a really neat uh, background just from growing up around music and playing all sorts of things but do you find at times as a percussionist that you're sort of uh, recalling certain phrases or locking into certain phrases and what they might mean and and how you can give more meaning to them as a percussionist Uh, absolutely vocal cues are huge um, even if later I might decipher the meaning of it but it really does affect how I lay into the symbols or like what emotion I play with so absolutely it's super important both for navigating the song but also like knowing what it's coming across as yeah he's really good at selling the spots that I'm hearing that I want sold on the drums. Oh, and, nice. And he's, he, he nails that almost Do every you ever day. direct him that way? Never. No, okay. I don't have to direct one of, him. Yeah, one of the coolest things Mackenzie kind of t- tells all of us, and with Rustic, it's easy. It's like, because we're like, do your thing, man. You got all kinds of tools. But a really cool thing in this band early on was Mackenzie was like, be an artist. You're a drummer. Do your thing. And that's a, nice to have artist license in a band that whether he directs it or not, it's kind of directed through the music and through the songs that we all understand. Yeah.
stars Time flies by all my life Like you waiting for the easy part Like you waiting for the easy part Go ahead, Rusik to want to come to Appalachia to do your recording? The number one thing was that it was going to be so remote. And there's so many distractions. There was so many distractions in the first record with, with PJ. And not in a bad way, but you had cell phone service. There was no cell phone service. There was no internet. And there was no escape from making the record. It was wake up every day, and we're, that's what we were going to do. Yeah, you can sit on the porch and, and enjoy, you know, enjoy, the, and enjoy the beautiful Appalachian Mountains. That was a huge part of it. Obviously... You know, chance being chance, that was a, you know, let's go out and, and be with somebody who's been around this music and does this music and knows this music and lives in a place where this music comes from. Me and him had kind of been talking here and there on Instagram, and we were looking at recording the second record, and, and I thought that would be a good place to do it because he was like, hey, listen, man, you know, I'm not telling you that you're going to get the greatest quality or whatever out of this record. Um, I'm going to do what you ask of me, and there's going to be no distractions. And that was something that I kind of didn't get with the first record. I would say Zach would agree. You know, we didn't really get that with the first record. It was kind of like, this is how it's going to go, and this is the way it should be. And we were so new to what we were doing, we just said, okay. And, and the record, the first record we love, and it's our first baby, but it's not something I would have thought would have come out the way it did. We were able to be really free, you know, not distracted when we made it, and that was a massive part of why we did it there. You know, we kind of discussed what we would like, and something that Shovel and Stone, I think, brings... You know, one of our strong suits is that we have a really good live energy. We love playing with the crowd. We love talking to the crowd. We love interacting with the crowd. The first record was kind of all the bells and whistles. For this record, we wanted to sound like we sound when we're on stage. And so, you know, I told him that, and he was like, listen, this is, these are my ideas. What do you think of them? And we, and we rolled with them. And that, that idea was to cut everything around one mic. We sat around one mic, which is kind of an old-school way of doing things, um, right. and it was cool. We sat around, and we played our songs, and we expressed ourselves, and, and I think we're all happy with what came, you know, came from it.
thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development advocacy and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. There are so many people to thank for our program. For Shovel and Stone, we are ever grateful for our volunteers and staff who make our production happen so beautifully each week. We also want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and uh, media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall, here in the grand city of Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now before we close out tonight's program, let's bring back Shovelin' Stone, who's going to send us home with one more number. One, two, three. I packed my bags, my mama cried Sun was asleep, gray clouds filled the sky But I drove a thousand miles down to you Pedal to the floor, well I drove that whole night through In Austin, New York to the plane The hot Texas wind is a howling my name In Austin, you're to play. girl down there, yeah, her uh, lips sweet as honey, but her words are cold as ice, around the bottle, hands around the bottle, cause whiskey is my vice, and Austin, you're too late, the hot Texas wind is a howling my name, and Austin, you're too
watched my mama cry The sun was asleep, gray clouds filled the sky But I drove a thousand miles down to you Pedal to the floor, well I drove that whole night through In Austin, you're too late The high Texas wind is a howl in my name In Austin, you're too late High Texas wind is a howl in my name Oh, Austin Thank you guys so much. Red Barn Radio. Roots music, Southern style. The best music from the roots of the South. And sharing this music with the world. <laughs>